0: Hey guys, and welcome to another mini-sode. We're so excited to be doing our annual, you know, end of the year episodes, and we're going to kick it off with our 2023 favorites. So this is the episode where we talk about our favorite authors, our favorite new releases, and just like the favorite books that we've read throughout the year, because not everything Mm. we discover is a new release. Sometimes there are old books that we're like,
1: oh my god, (laughs) this is so mind-blowing. I know. Look, I had to keep going back to Amazon. What year did this come out? Like... (laughs)
0: I, I, totally I since I'm such a nerd and I have my um I have my spreadsheet oh, my Airtable right. yeah you I, have, I have it all right I have a little thing that's like if, if it's a new release like I have a check mark like hey this yeah. is a new release so it makes it easier yeah for y'all me. I'm not nearly that organized I am a Amazon you're excused <laughs> you're excused you have other pressing matters that you have to worry about but I'm also a stats girl and I love looking at my yearly stats yeah. so. That's just my thing, you know? So we're going to kick it off with our favorite new to us authors, books, authors that we have not read before and we just discovered this year. Mm -hmm. So Juliette, do you want to mention a new to you author? Uh, Yeah, I think this is going to be on your list as well.
1: But um, we always have crossover. I I know. Like Anne Gracie. Anne Gracie's my number one too. I can't get past her. Like I'm still reading hers right now. Like. Did you start a new series? Because I think you finished, or did you not finish? Well, I should say I just finished um, Flynn. And, and Daisy? Um, Daisy?
0: You just finished? Yeah. Okay, so did you start a new, uh, did you start? No, a, but uh, I want to go to the,
1: sister, the sisters. The Meredith Sisters? The Meredith Sisters? That's where I want to go That to next. was
0: the first series that I read by mm-hmm. her. So I'm very curious to see what you'll think about it. Oh, so I love Anne Gracie so much. She's a historical romance author that has been writing for many years and is still currently writing. She has a series that she's currently writing in right now, and I just there's so many series for me to mm-hmm. binge read and I love that I love it so so it's like, much why have we why have we not heard of her why, uh, why do we
1: not know about her you, you know, know it
0: only takes one time just give me one book to mm-hmm. read by an author and boom yeah. I fell in love so that's exactly what happened with Anne Gracie she was actually mm-hmm. a recommendation by a patron so I read the first book in the Maradou sisters the perfect rake mm-hmm. as an exclusive reading vlog and I was like damn, this is good. That's (laughs) what I love about the book world. It's like,
1: you know, you get wrecks that you never would have found. Yeah, I I hadn't heard of
0: her at all. Like, she wasn't even on my radar at all before. And so Mm -hmm. that's why it's so important, you know, people just saying, hey, I – think this book is really up your alley and boy did they have me pegged right they were like this book is for you and i'm like yes it is <laughs> okay you know me you know me you might All know right? me you I might know you. me I see you. <laughs> so yeah and gracie for me as well was one of my favorite new to me authors this year awesome too. so what was your next one carissa broadbent so mm. technically i would started reading her this year and i felt like i've been reading her for a while now but like it's I know. seriously uh, see,
1: i thought i thought i'd read her no. Last no. year?
0: No. No. Okay. No, nope. right. because so uh, we read Daughter of No
1: Worlds like at the beginning of this year. Okay, yeah. well then she should have been on my list. So, and I even checked. I even
0: year. checked our last year's list because I had a fee- I was like, damn, was she a last year's favorite yeah. author? She was, but no, she was, this was this the beginning of. She was in the very beginning. I read Daughter okay. of No Worlds in January. So. Okay, I'm hopping on the bandwagon. Curse <laughs> <like> a- <laughs> <Carissa> of <Roberts laughs> totally
1: should have been on my list.
0: Yeah, as a fantasy you know lover, I think that it's been a while since I've had like a new author. Author yeah. Who's completely new to me in the fantasy world that I have loved, and Carissa Broadman. There's just something about her writing and her worlds. Mm-hmm. She just has a knack for it, and at least in the way that I like to consume worlds, because I'm a little bit picky when it comes to stuff like that, like the balance right. between character building and world building. Like yeah. I want, I want a bit of both, and the world has to make sense. And I like the types of worlds that she creates. Yeah, very she,
1: I noticed, I saw just yesterday her um, hardcover for Serpents. Um, just hit New York Times because the, they re-released it with yep. Ramble Tour. And they like, did. I was like, "Dang, girl, she's yes. like doing good." I gay. love that.
0: I, I really love it for her. Like yeah. honestly, so much. So yeah, I more on Cursive Broadbent later. So she's yes. she's not going away anytime soon. No. yeah, she's <laughs>
1: hit a couple on my list. Yes,
0: um, um, another author.
1: Uh, my next one. Okay, so this is probably not new to you, but for me, she was Anna Huang. Was yeah. New for me, and I loved her book. Yes. We read. And uh, so, I mean, I definitely, I'm just in Christmas time, I'm just not in a contemporary mood. Yeah. But like, I have all of those like sitting waiting, you know, for me to, to read in that series.
0: Yeah, I'm so glad that we put um, King, King, King of Wrath mm-hmm. uh, on the podcast. I was like, I definitely know that Juliet's going to love this yeah. one and it didn't 100%. disappoint at all. And also, if you listen to our episode for King of Wrath, Juliet was the one who actually, because I consumed it first on like KU or something, mm-hmm. and then Juliet was listening to it on audio and she was like, oof, the narration is so Lord good. And I was like, day. you know what? I was like, let me re-listen <laughs> to this audio book instead. And look. it was so worth it. It was mm. so good. It was yeah. so good. But yeah, it's Anna delicious. Hong has a really... Really interesting uh, way of writing her contemporary romances because mm-hmm. they're not mafia technically, but her characters feel a little mafia. They feel, mafia. It. They we, feel a we like mafia. that. We, we like, like that. that. <laughs> we like it. So yeah, kudos to Anna Huang. Mm-hmm. How about um, you next? Erin Langston. I loved Forever oh, Your yes. Rogue. She was such mm-hmm. a standout and she actually sent me an arc of her um, Christmas novella, who is the brother <gasps> Aww, of Cora, um, her brother, yeah, who's a lawyer. And it was so good, guys. It was five stars. It was such a wonderful ra- romance. Oh I just love the way that Erin Langston writes romance. She's so good at the swoon factor and she does a lot of things that I've been, you know, talking about, like the subtle things <laughs> that I'm like, this Proves to me that they are in love and not just like you know a lust. You know, oh my god, she's so hot. You know. and oh and yeah. the brother oh, i know to save cora Sin and everything Claire, yeah he he deserved an hea and i loved his oh my god you you have to read have it to read you it. have to read it's oh. a christmas novella too Sorry. so like it's yeah. in it's in the christmasy <laughs> mood you know it's perfect because i'm ready to start something new it's so. it's so good yeah so aaron langston definitely is a historical romance author that mm-hmm. i am like so excited to see what she comes up with next yes
1: all right, my next one, Liz Tom Ford.
0: Yes. I,
1: I, look, look. Mile High blew me away. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like blew me out of the water. Yeah. Um, I love, again, just the way she writes heroes and heroines like they're both strong but you know need each other and there's that pining we
0: like yeah it's it's, just I think she does a good balance of like she said like they're both strong in their own ways right but different and like Mm -hmm. they they shore up each other where they're like lacking a little bit and I think that she's so good at that very good at harmonizing Mm -hmm. her characters and I really love it Uh, I had a red mile high toward the tail end of 2022 okay yeah, so yeah so she was a 2022 (laughs) author author for me but yeah, Liston Ford is just killing it, killing mm-hmm. it. Love it. Love it, love it. Um another new author for me is someone you haven't read before, um Lainey Taylor. So, mm-hmm. Lainey Taylor is a fantasy writer. She's written both YA Ooh. and adult fantasy, and Crystal was the one to recommend one of her popular series, Strange the Dreamer to me for Patreon again. Um so I read it with an for an exclusive vlog and this series is a duet, so it's Strange oh, the Dreamer and the Muse of Nightmares. This. You would love it. I'm just oh. saying. You would absolutely love it. Well, so
1: January, once we get past Christmas, January is when I get in my like, you know, I want that really meaty fantasy yes, stuff. You yes. Yes. You
0: A little edgier vibe. She she does such a good job of creating a very unique world and also characters that I I fell in love with uh Laszlo, like literally Immediately, Mm -hmm. it's just so easy to love her characters. At least I find, and yeah, going on that journey, it was it was just so good, and she creates such interesting dynamics between characters too. Because Mm -hmm. there was a character. Not to get any spoilers, but a character that I was like, I hate them. They cannot be redeemed. And I think I really love it when an author can actually at least get me on their side a little bit, you know, right. to sympathize with them a little mm-hmm. bit. Because sometimes it's hard whenever I'm in that, like, very stubborn mindset. Right. Being like, I hate them. I hate them. <laughs> oh, I know nothing about that. <laughs>
1: I know nothing about (laughs) stubborn mindsets. You know how I am. Oh, my God. Y'all, I have some serious ideas. So, yeah.
0: So, Lainey Taylor. Lainey Taylor was another really great new discovery for me. And I know that she's not new to the book world, but she was new to me. She's on my watch list, too,
1: for sure, in 2024. Yeah.
0: Do you have another new author? Uh,
1: I do. Uh, Lana Paharczyk. Oh, yes. I met Lana at Rare London, and I knew of her. uh, I mean, I'd seen her books around. I just hadn't, like, gotten there yet. Yeah. And so, um, then you were the one who was like, Hey, let's let's read it for the podcast and I was so happy. Like her fantasy world is that adventurous type that I really mm-hmm. like I love the quest venture adventure yeah. you know, stories. And so it was just perfect and yeah. just like cool monsters, cool magic. Like. Yeah,
0: her Fate Guardian series definitely taps into that, mm. you know, Witcher vibe that we really yeah. love. So, Hello.
1: yeah,
0: I'm a Witcher fan. Yeah. So, like,
1: yeah, 100%. That's, that's the perfect way to describe it.
0: Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Elena should have been on my list. I don't know how she slipped through the cracks because she was also a new read for me this year because mm-hmm. she was a recommendation from Carrie.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and
0: I know that Crystal and Jen had both read her last year. But yeah, I, I, Sh- yeah. She should have been on my list. I She's don't know in what She's going to be Polycon too, so we'll get to hang out. So exciting! I, I love it. I can't wait for a Polycon. It's <laughs> oh, it's, it's right around fun. the corner. <laughs> That's it for my new authors. Do you have any other new authors you want to shout okay, out? Just one. Uh-huh. Okay, this
1: will be my like my honorable mention because it was only a novella, but I swear to you, I still can't get this out of my mind. Uh, Daria Vernon, get thee off my lawn. Yes, that was the cutest i swear i think it's the best novella i've ever read
0: that's the it only so it, it was such a well-written well-paced novella oh. like felt like a complete story didn't feel like it was too short didn't mm-hmm. feel like it overstayed its welcome like it was perfect um and i still haven't read a full length novel by Me her neither. yet and so i really need to like right. that needs to we have to have like a to-do list we have to, to author to do wait that author sounds really to do. nasty you <laughs> know what i mean <laughs> yeah read more daria vernon absolutely i 100 agree For sure. Yep, that was it for me. All righty. So moving on to our top new releases of this year – um, we'll go with top five. And if you have honorable mentions, mm-hmm. we can uh, Do you uh, have mention those in as well? order. I don't. I don't. Okay, good. All right. Cause they're, this they're mixed. Cause me. I was going by month that like, I kind of read yeah. them, you know, I was going mm-hmm. through my air table and that's separated by month. So it's not an order okay, of like, good. Mine what's not, my favorite. Right. Mine run, or They're just the top, my top five. Yeah. Favorites. My top five are my top five. Cool. Yeah. All right. in no specific order. Okay. Good. Um, you want me to go first? <laughs> yeah, you go first. Okay. So the first one I have is the right move, which honestly is, so is mine's, mine's on there. Probably is my top favorite book of the year. Mm. I would say it's my top favorite book of the year. Um, it's definitely
1: my top contemporary favorite of the year.
0: For and I think that that's such an important distinction because like if we talk about like Genre. the way that I started consuming historical romance toward the end of the year, like mm-hmm. I just feel like historical romance has all the love and there's so many that I <laughs> just want to take shout it out. over. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you know I have many historical romances that are on my list, but um, yeah, the right move. Just it it was. Bringing something to the table that mm-hmm. I've been, I feel like, like was lacking in te- contemporary romance yeah. that subtlety, the romanticness, the swooniness, and I just felt it hit all, it checked all those boxes it for did. me. It was just so good. And it was. It just. It was everything that I wanted in a contemporary, and I romance. just
1: and I fell in love with the hero and heroine so hard, both of them, same, big time, same, yeah. So
0: yeah, the right move was wonderful. Yeah. Loved it.
1: Yeah, y'all should read that one. That one was on my list, but I'll uh, tell you my next one: Slaying the Vampire by Krista Broadbent. Yes,
0: that's also on mine <laughs> okay. as well. So
1: so good, so um, good. And from what I understand, this isn't even like. It's like a, it's a shoot off, not like standalone or something. It's, a it's not stand even standalone like a... in her very
0: popular series, the one that just got signed into Tor yeah. Bramble. So it's part of the crowns of Nyaxia, which the serpent and the wings of the night is the first book. And the mm-hmm. second book that's out is the ashes and the star cursed king. But she has two books that are part of this same world and you see the characters within the main series, but mm-hmm. you don't need to read these, these standalones. But, but when I tell should. you, the standalones <laughs> are my favorite. So we have oh. Six Scorched Roses, which is a novella in mm-hmm. this world so good and then slaying the vampire conquer and these characters are just so vibrant like she doesn't slack whenever she's mm-hmm. writing these standalone romances that aren't part of her main not series. at all
1: it, it was they rich. are so it compelling was just rich so and compelling. very compelling
0: yeah. yeah so i love i love slaying the vampire conquer as well also on my top five new releases of this year Awesome. What, so what's your next one? My other one is The Wolf and the Wildflower. Oh, by... my God. It's on my list. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not really surprising. Yeah. We really have the same taste, obviously. So we tend to have lots of crossover mm-hmm. anyway. But Stacey Reed, I think for both of us, is just one of those historical romance writers that just, like, again, checks those boxes this for book. us. It's so different. It's so different. It's so good. Like the op- Oh, my
1: gosh. Like, that whole opening chapter. <laughs> when they first meet each other, was just genius. Is he sniffing her? What is he doing? Yes. He's sniffing her.
0: So if you we haven't have a, read this one, it's kind of like a little, little bit of Tarzan. a Tarzan. Tarzan yeah. retelling. And mm-hmm. our heroine is actually has been disguising herself as a boy her dad doesn't even know that she's actually a girl it's insane insane like bonkers plot but it works <laughs> mm-hmm. and i love it because the hero sniffs out like literally with his enhanced senses that she's a woman and so like they have a secret together he's like i know you're a woman and she and she's like oh shit i think he knows i'm a woman know, i know
1: like it's so good <laughs> yes
0: um so it's such a great such a great and interesting mm. and i feel like they they understand each other on a level and where nobody else nobody else they're, they're both
1: hurting in different ways, yes. you know? It's just, they both have, you know, sort of secrets, you know? And so, it's just, it's awesome. Yes. It's an awesome story.
0: I I love it. I mm-hmm. fell in love with that story. Even though it has its flaws, I wouldn't say it's a yeah. perfect book. It's still something that has stayed with me, and it's like an unforgettable book, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So, yeah, definitely. Okay, what's another one.
1: Um, Craving in His Blood by yep. Zoe Draven. So, that's the second one in her Kylor series, and it came out in 2023, and... I just—it was so different, but also had you know all the similar swoony stuff as the first one. Yes, but I love that the heroine was like a chef,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: like we have like the cabin in the woods scenes, like all those cozy elements. That I, I love, love cozy elements.
0: Gosh, yeah. and in
1: in he's just like he just he can't stay away from her. Like there, were, every time she was in that alley, I'm like he's gonna show up. Uh huh. Exactly. <laughs> he always
0: did. He's trying it to resist like... her. He's like I'm not coming back. <laughs> I'm, sure. I'm never
1: coming back. <laughs> sure. Uh, I'm I'm you're right never here. gonna come every back. every time you turn around i'm right here
0: <laughs> there's <laughs> oh, also that so element of fate of mates in that series that i just really love oh. i mean in her other series as well that i love I oh, mean yeah. fate of mates is just yeah it's one it's one of my th- <laughs> things that i just love we like that we like it mm-hmm. we like it so much um another new release is forever Your rogue we already mentioned aaron langston i loved it we got a single mom we got a fake relationship and what i really liked about this book um is that nate the hero he's such like a devil may care type of person he doesn't (laughs) want responsibilities Mm -hmm. and he's kind of forced bribed into this fake relationship but like as soon as he's you know, having to play the role of this, you know, doting, you know, fiance. And future father. And future father. And he's like, oh, damn. I kind of care about these kids. And the way that he just, like, embodies it. Oh, God. He understands understands them. He was invested from, Mm -hmm. like, the very beginning. And, like, I love it. I, I love it so much the way that Nate just, like, he came into his own. He became a responsible person, and he just, like, fell in love yeah. and had this family that needed him. And he was like, that I don't think he ever really needed to be. Oh, my God. With the flowers so and the little so girl. So good. With the big posy or whatever. I love. Oh, love. So, so good, good. So yeah. Forever Your Rogue was a standout for me.
1: So, this would be, um, this would definitely be, like, honorable mention, I think, for me. Okay um the root rootbound mm-hmm. by tara dewitt yeah i had not read her yet i know a lot of people have and and um and really love her books but i found no of course it has some yellowstone vibes for me but also just in a different way but also very original you yeah. know and i just loved that we had like this very long family drama you know <laughs> that that just sort of unfolded in the perfect way very soap this, opera-y
0: but like oh it was gosh. very good
1: But then, like, the funny moments, like, of the skinny dipping in the, you know, in the, in the, um, pond and whatever and almost getting caught. Yes. like. Great
0: balance between very, like, serious emotional scenes mm -hmm. and funny scenes. Yeah. Yeah. I got teary
1: and then I laughed, you know, with that one. So I really enjoyed it. That's
0: definitely a good skill. Good Mm -hmm. skill. So, yeah, that's great. Um. Another one of my favorites was Magic Claims by Lona Andrews. So this is deep, deep, deep into the Kate, uh, (laughs) Kate Daniels series. She has an offshoot of the series. It's called The Wilmington or I can never remember the exact name of the series, but it's like The Wilmington series or whatever, The Wilmington Years. Mm -hmm. And um, very spoilery for the Kate Daniels series. But, like, she – I think that it's so amazing that – the Kate Daniel series is about one couple. Granted, they don't get together in the first the first book. It takes a while for them to get together, but like that series was ten books, and I still wanted to read about them. So whenever she was like, "Hey, I'm gonna do um, another kind of spinoff series with Kate and Karen," I was like, "Yeah,
1: absolutely." <laughs> so this
0: is the second book, and it was when when I tell you that Alona Andrews, this writing couple are creative geniuses whenever it comes to fantasy i'm telling you like i've never i'm just like what where the fuck did they come up with this i know it is so good and i'm not gonna lie you cannot jump into it right now like there's no way that you could just pick up magic claims and be like a okay like there's way too much lore there's way too much history between characters like absolutely you cannot jump in but like it was so good guys and like for me 12 books in 13 if you count uh blood air I mean, you don't get better than that. So, look, Hidden Legacy is is still one of my top, 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 faves. It's amazing. And you know, still crossing my fingers that they'll get a contract to write three more books so that we can get the last sister. But gotta
1: get her; she's the
0: crazy one. But it's it's publishing, publishing the enemy. If it's not indie, (laughs) you know. So yep, yeah, yep, yep, yep. Okay. Okay. That was that was okay. I have a couple for new
1: 2023 new releases. Okay,
0: so I have a couple a couple honorable mentions. Those were my top five. Um, King of Greed by Anna Huang. So Juliet Mm, hasn't read read that one yet. But that was her new release this year, and it was a marriage in trouble, kind of like second Mm, chance romance. Very different from her first two books. I find all the books are very different from each other, different vibes. But like, which is also awesome. Yes, I love it when authors can do that. And I think. It was, why it was such a standout as well is because I don't think that second chance romances just by themselves. It's not my favorite trope, you know? Same. Because the reasons why they're not together, I'm like, well, maybe y'all shouldn't be together. You yeah, know like, why are you giving it another shot? <laughs> yeah. Like, let's let this go. Exactly. <laughs> um, Or it's a dumb reason. I'm just like, yeah. well, I don't know why you got mad about that, you know? But uh, yeah. this in particular, like, it literally, they had been married for many years and it was just kind of like a growing apart type of thing in mm. the... He wasn't seeing them drifting apart, but she was. Mm -hmm. And she was like, I don't want, I don't want to stay in this marriage where I'm not a priority anymore. And she Mm -hmm. was thinking back on when they first met and how it was and how different it was now. And she Mm -hmm. just didn't want to settle for that. And then when he realized that he was about to lose his wife he was like I don't want to lose her mm. and so like it was such a good scenario it was so good he was fighting for her so hard so hard so I wow. loved it I loved it it was good I just it got chilled a little bit like I want to you're gonna that. love it you're <laughs> yeah, gonna love it to read that one um, another one is The Coldest Winter by Brittany Terry <gasps> oh I
1: didn't realize that was 2023
0: that was 2023 Damn. Um, such a fucking emotional book and so good and still Starlet's Death I swear oh is such a standout okay
1: I do have an arrow from
0: the coldest winter down to my honorable mention. there you go the <laughs> coldest winter so I
1: did I did amazon google that <laughs> okay. the coldest winter was
0: so good guys yeah. and like I wasn't expecting it but you know now that I'm thinking in hindsight she just had a new release which I haven't read yet which is um I believe it's young adult technically Ooh. or it's like teenagers yeah. like no a, adult, at least maybe? new adult like maybe they're mm-hmm. 18 And uh, she's had a couple of books in the past where she's had kind of a time jump where they've met whenever they were 17 or 18. And then we had Mm -hmm. a time jump of a couple years where they met again. But, like, this is the first book by her that I read where they were teenagers and they say teenagers. And I was like, what is this? I was waiting for the time jump. I was like, oh, my God, something terrible is going to happen. uh, Yeah. Yeah, It starts at a college party. Yeah. It's like –
1: Exactly. You think there's going to be a time jump, but – Yeah oh There's it's not. good it's, it's so, so good, good. Mm-hmm. it's very
0: emotional i mean I yeah you think it's just gonna and,
1: be like this hot you know yeah saucy, hot hook-up clean thing, thing but no in
0: forbidden romance student teacher type of thing mm-hmm. but it's so much more than that Brittany cherry i mean like i should never underestimate her because she not always goes all. deep she always goes deep that's and the truth. it was it was amazing so yeah one more sorry that's all right <laughs> out of i should i should have put that one on there i mean um, i had it hideaway heart by melanie harlow Mm -hmm. um this was only released like a couple months ago and such a simple story but like Sometimes I like the simple stories. Uh, mm. It's a bodyguard country music singer romance. Oh. Yeah, he's an ex-Navy SEAL. And nice. uh, he actually was a favor to her brother. Mm-hmm. Her brother's like, I'm worried about her. She wants to take a vacation, but she's too popular. Like, she doesn't want yeah. bodyguards. And like, can you, she's coming into your neck of the woods. Can you please go check on her? Mm-hmm. And so he's the unwanted bodyguard. She's pissed because she's like, I just want a vacation. Right. But he's pointing all out all the things. Like, you just posted something. Your famous singer, they're mm-hmm. gonna find you. I mm-hmm. could find you with this information. Right. And it's like, sparks fly because it's like that antagonistic type right. of thing and forced proximity because it's a one room <laughs> cabin you know so like oh god I just loved that. It. it was another really fantastic contemporary romance that gave me just as much swoon as it did steam and that's basically what I'm looking for now in contemporary yeah. like I feel like I feel like my bar is low but sometimes maybe it feels high <laughs> but I'm just like I just want a perfect balance of, yeah. of spoon and steam that's what I want exactly and harmony that, we want I, yeah, that harmony I want the harmony so I think that it. <laughs> It very well. I thought That's I had awesome. W- w- bunch of both and i was like very satisfied another author to do yes exactly so next we're going to move on to our best like overall reads for the year now i have like recycled i I still have like some of my favorite new releases are on this list but they're also books that i discovered which were written many years ago so in no particular order you know you can go through what made your best books of the year first and not in any order
1: (laughs) desire in his blood by um zoe draven yeah because i read that at the very beginning of the year and it's just i love i i love her sci-fi world because they really feel fantasy to mm-hmm. me and we've said that before about lord yeah. king like and i think the kylo series is gonna have that same just like magnetic draw i mean y'all they're vampire berserkers what the fuck like what else can you
0: for in what your combination. fantasy barbarian monster barbarian combination. yes we love it we love I it i know
1: and so i just really love that one yeah
0: and that's the first book in the um series and the new her Kylo new series. release was mm-hmm. the craving the, the craving, craving yeah craving is Juliet the really latest one yeah yes yeah um so of course the right move is number one on that list as Mine's well of course too. of course of course okay and then let's see what else is recycled from new releases so i have slaying the vampire conqueror forever your rogue
1: and Me Magic too.
0: Claims, still on this list. Okay, I don't have Magic Claims because I haven't read yeah, that one. Obviously. But I had
1: all those as well. I also had Mile High because I had not read that one yeah. until 2023. Right. Um. And, yeah, so that one was alongside that one. Gotta love Z and <gasps> Stevie. Woo-hoo! I also have all four of Anne Gracie's Chance uh, Brides. Uh, man, brides. okay, so I
0: have one of the brides as well. I'm wondering <laughs> if you can guess which one I put on my list. Because I was like, I, I felt like... I needed to pick one because, like, there were so many five-star Ann Gracies. And I was like, oh, God. So I just picked one of them to put on my list. Can oh, you guess?
1: Yeah, I, I cheated. Wait, hang on. Let me see if I can guess which one you did. Okay. I'm trying to think. Which one would you
0: think was I the mean, best? they were literally all five they stars. Are. And I had to pick. I had to pick between all five stars. It was unfair. I would say the first or the last. It was the Summer Bride. It was Daisy and it Flynn. It Daisy and Flynn.
1: Yeah. So that's, yeah. It's like, I think that's my top. And, like, just by a bare inch. Oh, over the So first one. the
0: reason why I decided to pick The Summer Bride as my favorite of the series was because I love friends to lovers and I mm. want more friends to yes. lovers and Daisy and Flynn is a true friends to they lovers. They are. Like, they're best friends basically. Mm-hmm. She definitely you know thinks he's hot <laughs> but knows that He's not looking for me and a wife. He's looking for somebody titled. He's looking for somebody rich. And I am, you know, from and the she, slums. She and I'm a dressmaker. Yeah. And I, if I can just be his friend, I can just be his friend. And he is so clueless. He just loves spending time with her. And he just he's thinks such that. an idiot. Yeah, She's my yeah, he's, friend. He's, he even says,
1: yeah. Daisy.
0: Like, when
1: he, when he, y'all, the moment he realizes it. This was, like, I got all the tummy flutters, like, all of them, Mm -hmm. because, you know, it happens in this, like, instant. And he's, like, in his head, he is literally screaming, Daisy? Like, I'm having this reaction to her. Like, he's so turned on and so, like, oh, my God, having this, like, you know, world-shaking moment with her. Yeah, but he's
0: been so emotionally invested in her for Mm -hmm. so long. And it's, like, we as a reader can see that. Like, When you have a problem, Flynn, who do you go confide in? You confide yes. in Daisy. Whenever mm-hmm. you need to, you know, rumble and grumble yeah. about the toffs that look down on you, who understands you better than and Daisy? And the butler
1: and all them let him up. They're like, they yeah. know. He goes to hang out with her and talk yeah. with her. Oh, and when Daisy's not eating, who's trying to feed her? Yeah. Flynn is. Who's, who's worrying like taking, about Daisy? Who's taking care of Stressing Daisy? Stressing herself
0: out oh Flint my is. god so yeah that's why i put it on my list because i want <laughs> so more friends to lovers done well yeah and i thought that that was done really well so yeah
1: i think that's a very good point point. and um that's probably why i felt like oh god they're just perfect for each other it's just so they good. really are they really so are so good let's see which other that uh the only other i have some crossovers i have with the coldest winter on mm-hmm. my all-time best rates from 2023 and i also have suddenly you by lisa Kleypas, which i had not read yeah we read that for the podcast such yes. a good
0: one and it was one of her old Er ones yeah and um, i just
1: like and y'all i think there's still a couple of lisa Kleypas i have not read and it's what like do you mean I a keep, couple there's a
0: lot i could give a, you a list i of know them. and it's
1: like i'm just kind of i'm just gonna kind of slowly read them because like she hasn't published anything in a while and i'm getting
0: scared like yeah she's been very silent i'm also worried happened. about that too it's a it's sad on? sad thing that i don't like to talk about mm-hmm. anymore <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) um so i have strange the dreamer because by laney taylor because obviously it's not a new release but god it was so good guys Mm -hmm. strange the dreamer and muse of nightmares which is the second book were just so good but i think that strange a dreamer has such a solid start and that's mm-hmm. so important in a fantasy world like you've got to capture the attention of your audience in a fantasy world you've got to find a way to make them invested in your world without them being too overwhelmed with like over with world in uh world building and right. stuff like that so look and that shit test is test hard y'all it is it's very very hard so strange a dreamer for sure um let's see okay so i have some interesting picks uh Oh, God. I don't... I'm so dumb. So, <laughs> Children of Fallen Gods by Carissa Rodman, which is the second book in the Daughter of No World series, or the uh-huh. War of Heart series. That's actually the titles. The second book, it's such a spoiler why this book is my favorite of the series, but I think she does it so well. Basically, there's dual POVs uh-huh. in this book. And the way that she combines it is so fucking good, and it literally—I was just so blown away. And I mean, I fell in love with Carissa Broadbent with the the War of Hearts series. Like that's how I started reading her Daughter of uh-huh. the World, and still it edges it edges out the Nyaxia series for sure. I just think that is mm. such a solid series. So Children of Fallen Gods, I have to say, is probably my favorite fantasy book that I read this year. Um I loved it. I and loved I it so read much. It yet. Yeah, mm. it's so good, I'm man. It's so good. So yeah, that one and then Mr. Impossible by Loretta Chase, okay? So <laughs> our lovely author that we love Lord of Scoundrels, she mm. wrote a book that is basically the Mummy. <laughs> and it is no, so good. Stop it! Yes. Oh my Julia god! You would love the, love the mummy. You would love it. It's called oh. Mr. Impossible. It was so good, and that's exactly how it was sold to ah. me. I saw someone else on Instagram being like, "If you like the mummy, you'll like this." And I'm like, what? "Oh, by Loretta Chase." I'm like, "Yes." yes I will go check it out. Yes.
1: Some archaeologists So damn good.
0: So <laughs> damn good. Like the hero is absolutely Rick O'Connell. Uh-uh. I was just living for it. I was living for it. It was so good. Okay, so mm-hmm. I love that one. And then the rest of my top favorite reads of the of the year, I debated on whether or not to do this because I was like, should I, should I not? But you know <laughs> what? These books are some that I literally couldn't stop thinking about this year. One of them I've read like three times already this year. What? The rest of them are fanfics. <laughs> oh, here we go. Yeah. So <laughs> Measure of a Man. These are all Germani fanfics, by the way, because those are the fanfics that I like to read measure of man is one of the longest books it's longer than manacled and it was so fucking good it was so amazing i loved it a slow burn absolutely with a dilf draco and i loved his son scorpius so good such a fantastic character it was amazing (laughs) loved it um the disappearances of draco malfoy which is kind of like a rewrite of uh the deathly hollows and i thought it had a better ending Really? Than death like hollows i was like that's cooler i was like that is cooler than death Hall- i'm telling you that wow. book is fucking fantastic it was so good obviously they changed things because draco malfoy ends up by being part of like the trio as they're looking for the deathly ah. hollow so a lot of things change but like that's cool she does something with ron and i was like like this it was good it was good so it's spoilery but i loved it and then (laughs) remain nameless is the fanfic that i've read three times this year i literally read it twice in the same month because i liked it so much yes and then i reread it recently because after tiffany tiffany messaged me and she was like girl i just read one of your favorite fanfics remain nameless and i was like oh so good i I was like i gotta read it again (laughs) (laughs) Uh. it was it's so soft And beautiful. And it's a friends to lovers. Mm. It's so good. It's so good. So, yeah. I I have fanfics on my best books of all, you know, favorite of all time. So, yeah. Love it. Love it. Oh, Lord. And I want Juliet to read more fanfics. I do. Remain Nameless is my number one that I'm throwing out to you because it's a regular, normal book length. Yeah. And I think you would love it. So, then send me that link. I will. I'm gonna send you mini links, and you're gonna have to download them. I love phone. y'all. Right I
1: really do love germani fan fiction. Like I love the Auction. I love Manacled, Although it I haven't read, Ripped My
0: Heart Out. Yeah, I haven't read the Auction yet because I was I was leaning more towards the softer ones. Yeah. <laughs> I was like after Manacled, the, uh, the, I was like, I want yeah. something completely yeah. not Manacled. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the like, Auction
1: is a little bit. It's not as to me. It's not as. It's not as.
0: I don't hard think Hard on the heart is Manicold. I don't think anything can be harder in the heart no, like Manacled. No. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. tough for me, guys. Yeah, but we're going to get Juliet to read some more fanfics, and maybe one hundred will end read up on the, the- podcast. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> we can do it. That would be fun
1: if we yeah. did a fanfic po- mini-sode. You have
0: to read them, so. All right. Okay. Got All it. right, guys. So that's it. That concludes our 2023 favorites. You'll have to let us know if you had some different 2023 favorites, and uh, yeah, we'd love to hear from you guys. Yeah. And we'll talk to you next week whenever we're going to be talking about our favorite book boyfriends and girl crushes of the year. I I yes. love this episode so much. It's so <laughs> fun, so exciting. All right, guys, thanks so much for listening. This goes out to all the fangirls. Life's better with Little HEA.